Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And this time it's classic movie monsters. Oh. Is that good? How'd I do? Good? Mm. Not bad as well as anyone else. Be- yeah. Better than I could, so. Okay, yeah. well, great. Good job, me. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Simon. Hi, I'm a vampire, y'all. This is my vampire <laughs> accent. Your vampire accent is I want to just... suck your blood. Your, your, your vampire accent is country western, I guess? Yeah. When I try to do vampire, it comes out country western. I guess it's better than when I try to do country western, so we'll just keep that. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we've got Mike. Hello, boils and ghouls and non-bi-scaries. Oh, I really appreciate that. Welcome to our spooktacular episode. We may not have done it in time for Halloween, but this episode will go up on Friday, <laughs> November 13th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Good job, everybody. That was on purpose. Excellent work. This month. And also, we have our friend Cassidy on. Good night, mates. Uh, I'm just looking for a. Nice little vampire Sheila to come, uh, uh, tooth bite me on the neck. Uh huh. Just, uh, here's your juice. Come and get it. So now I want Steve Irwin Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I mean, Steve Irwin would probably be a pretty good vampire hunter, I would imagine. But also, he, yeah. he wouldn't be a hunter. He'd be I mean, a vampire empathizer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Though though he did get killed with a stake to the heart, basically. So <laughs> oh, damn, he did, didn't he? <laughs> Wait oh, a shoot. second. Wait a second. Was he a vampire and was that Stingray of Van Helsing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stingray yeah, it was. <laughs> Van Helsing. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, I feel bad about that. This case joke. wide open. Yeah. Van Hell's Ting Ray. There you go. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Great. Good job. <laughs> Perfect. 
Uh, Cassidy, are there any like Australian specific uh, vampire like twists to the mythos? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, I was just curious. I don't know much indigenous folklore myself, but not that I know of. Well, fair enough. I mean, I I, I asked that question, and then and then I immediately was like, well. Most of that stuff is, n- it's not like that's an American story. I'm just an idiot and a, 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 a Yankee centric, so I forgot. Uh, so it was a dumb question. Cut this out. Cut this out, Eric. Do it. <laughs> no, no, don't leave it in, dare. Eric. Don't leave it in. I mean, he's not going to do it anyway, but don't. <laughs> um, so since we have a guest, a non regular on, that means that I have to ask a question that's very important. Which is, Cassidy, have any Power Rangers-related things happened to you since the last time you were on? Yes. Wild. What What? What things? <laughs> so, uh, as you know, Extra Life was just a thing uh, when we were recording this. Yeah. And, um, well, I was supposed to play uh, Battle for the Grid for two hours with Fabby. And uh, that didn't end up happening because every time we tried to play it, it just timed out the connection. Turns out Bummer. video games don't like it when you're thousands of kilometers away from one another. That's bullshit. Yeah. They should. <laughs> it does suck. But I must report that we are fairly evenly matched. That's what good. makes a good relationship. I'm glad to hear. Yeah, that that's good. A good relationship is 50-50. I fail to connect to the Power Rangers fighting game, and you fail to connect to the Power Rangers fighting game. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's very funny. Well, that sucks that that happened, but good try. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a segue into, I wanted to say, I unfortunately wasn't able to make it on, but uh, the Audio Entropy Network put together a, an extra live stream over the weekend as we're, um, as we're recording this. It was last weekend and it managed to raise uh, 1130 wait hold on let me get the number do, 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 do. let me don't get it wrong okay yeah eleven hundred and thirty dollars for charity uh for Hell yeah. children's hospitals nice. great and i wanted to uh say you guys did an amazing job and thank you so much to the listeners who helped donate and and just who came out and watched we yeah, we really appreciate so it this is i think the fourth year we've done this um, or th- yeah, something like or that. Third or fourth, because like like TWA has been going for a little longer than five years, and we started doing it like shortly after we formed Audio Entropy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I would say this is probably the fourth time. It's probably partially like my extremely intense uh, imposter syndrome, but I always sort of expect we're going to make like eight dollars, and then I'm going <laughs> to feel like we wasted a lot of time. But you guys really showed up, and and we really appreciate it. So thanks so much. My uh, imposter syndrome just tells me that like it, people just want to give to charity, no matter how much I suck. Well, I mean that's probably also true, but that's good in this case. So mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. it's, that's that's fortunately not a negative. So yeah, thank you so much, everybody. We really appreciate it. We know that there's lots of things to give your money to right now, and and we appreciate that you you thought of. Of the kids. Uh, yeah. So, with that said, we had a ton of news last week. I don't really have any news this week. Though I guess I could give... I don't know. Uh, Simon, um, yep. do you have any thoughts? Well, And Cassidy, obviously. But I know Simon might actually uh, have some thoughts about this. Okay. Uh, 
did you did y'all hear about the the fact that they have hired a specific person to oversee both new shows and movies? Oh yeah, well I mean I heard it on the podcast. Mm. Uh, okay, that's, that's all I heard about it. I think I might have. Yeah. Uh, did you talk about the news that uh, some of the new Rangers in the upcoming season, Dino Fury? Is it Dino? Yeah, it's Dino Fury. Are siblings? Like no, they the, revealed the their names? actors no, or the uh, characters? Revealed their names, the characters. Oh no, I did. I we don't got, think we talked about I that. Think we That's got cool. Name reveals, yeah. That's Honestly, it makes sense because I believe that in Sentai, that in the Sentai season, it's based on two of the characters are siblings, also. That's pretty cool. They don't really do that it's, very often. The it does like precedent, though. It's been done. Like, Mystic Force had that. Yeah. Uh, Mystic Force had siblings. Ninja Steel had that, too. Yeah. Dino... Not, yeah, Dino... Wait. Dino, Dino Charge had the father and son Dino on the team. Charge, yeah, Dino Charge also had a pre-established relationship. And mm-hmm. so did Beast Morphers, I guess. But, well, Beast Morphers is funny because it's... One guy who was actually supposed to be a ranger, and two people who were just in the room when the ranger stuff happened, and yeah. how the supposed rangers became evil. Yeah, but basically evil rangers. That's actually one of the things I've really uh, Beast Morphers is almost done, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things I think that's neatest about it is like evil rangers are, are obviously something that Power Rangers loves to do. It's yep. it's uh, very common. But evil rangers that stay around for a really yeah. long time mm. is not something that they they're, do they're very often. They're basically the, the the main villains. Well, they have a boss, but they show up more often than their boss does. Yeah, and, and um, I, I think that's neat. It's cool. Yeah. It's pretty I, I, cool. I like that. The part that's disappointing is at the start of season two, they managed to revive the good uh, Roxy and Blaze, and they kind of don't show up except... Like the latest episode I saw was like focused on the relationship between the good Roxy and uh, Ravi, who's the Blue Ranger. And besides that, it's always the evil ones that show up. They could do some cool shit with both versions yeah. of the characters showing up, and they kind of don't. Like, like, like the the evil ones could pose as the good ones to try and yeah, get inside the base. Well, I mean, they they try to do that a couple times early on, oh, but they okay, don't really then. go back because it's Power Rangers. Yeah. So when the plan fails once, <laughs> you never try it again. But right, um, exactly, um, yeah. But that's but that's I just think that's cool and yeah it's neat the 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 siblings thing is a is a cool something they don't do that often um, so that's neat um, yeah the other thing about Fury is that they're switching the gender of the Green Ranger uh, from the mm-hmm. Sentai so it'll I be always the first... love to switch genders <laughs> yeah it'll be the first uh, uh, female uh, identifying Green Ranger in um, in Power Rangers so that's cool. Um, and obviously because they're doing it sort of similar to Mighty Morphin, uh, no skirt for the Green Ranger, skirt for the right. Pink Ranger. So you get that weird thing again. <laughs> the, the, the weird part is that they almost never have skirts like Power Rangers teams. They just happen no. to pick two of the only seasons. Yeah. <laughs> where they do they, have they're skirts. Making this, <laughs> they make the season a throwback to Mighty Morphin as hard as they can. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. just I just thought that was funny, um, but yeah. So so uh, oh so yeah. I just was gonna say, do y'all have any thoughts about that? We thought it, I think it's pretty neat that they're gonna try to have more of like an uh, an overarching like showrunner property runner yeah. type thing. Uh, yeah, I I would like. 
I don't know how that's going to actually affect the the content of the show and how it's going to relate to all the other stuff like that is around the Power Rangers. But yeah. I, th I think having a single author, author, authoral anyway, the guy, a single person in charge to uh, guide the creative decisions, it's probably good for the overall quality. It'll like help the, keep things more consistent in like right. tone and quality and yeah. stuff. At These the things. very least, we we shouldn't get a, another movie that's completely incongruous with the tone yeah. of the show again. Yeah. Um, although, although yeah. the problem is, like, the tone of the show might change, right? Yeah. So I'm really I'm I'm really wondering because like Beast Morphers is not the worst season, but it's also not the best. It's like somewhere in the middle for me, and it's part of it is because it feels like they're kind of flating and not committing to any like longer running plot which i don't know I, like if they have someone who's like there to take charge of the whole franchise maybe they would like put some thought into that and make a better season out of it but i guess we'll see I next mean, year when the dino fury starts if, yeah i think especially in um ninja steel and beast morphers they've mm -hmm. been really like tying things back to previous seasons a lot yeah i, I think that if they continue with that sort of thing not too much, but just enough to like be self-referential. Yeah, that, and that it gets really think. weird because like Beast Morphers, they they're like in one episode they call Doctor K, and then the next episode they call the Dino Charge crew, and these are in two separate alternate universes, which they <laughs> just casually dial into to like chat yeah. with people, and everyone asks like everyone knows who these people are. So I guess part of general education is Ranger teams from other universes in that world. It's, <laughs> well, it's yeah, the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's like. Uh, instead of the block uh, that they do in American schools where they make you learn all the presidents, they just make you learn all the previous yeah. Ranger teams. Timelines you have to learn all the presidents? I mean, in that, like, they each get a paragraph. It, it's not like we you learn... You, your previous heads of state get a yeah, paragraph? Uh, yeah, Cassidy, it's, it's it's an American thing. It's one of those things. <laughs> no one else that? gives a shit. Yeah, we, we are we are obsessed with how great the entire history of our, our country supposedly right. was. It's a fucking hellscape. Right. We learned the ones that are on our money, and that's pretty much it. I mean, the 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 like, yes, we go through all of them, or at least I did in, in school, but I it seriously was like then this guy passed this act next. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, so it's not like we got a ton of, right. of details about them. We, we, just learned about the guy, we just learned about the guy who vanished while swimming. I mean, that's pretty cool. Did he get abducted by aliens? Uh, it's more racist than that, the conspiracy theories are. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm as, sorry. Uh, as they tend to be. As they tend to be, yeah. I, I, um, I mean, like... Nope, forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, <laughs> I completely lost it. Uh, let us move into the episode for this week. This is episode 40 of Power Rangers Turbo, Carlos and the Count. We're getting we're uh, getting toward the end of it. We got like, uh, there's, there's 45 episodes of Turbo, right? Yes, we are very close to the end of Turbo. Yeah, we're, we're going to start getting our teenies and tooties together soon. Yeah, quite the timely episode, I would say. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean... mean we're pretty much synced up with the season in terms of time of the year we're at because no, like it took the whole year to do this season Simon, and Simon, 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 
She was making like, a joke about how the election just happened and oh, Trump counts. kept screaming, stop the count. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. One the, of the, the worst- weirder side effects of this fucking election was how much fan art of the count from Sesame Street I saw <laughs> this year. Which is not a thing I thought would be like that widespread, to be completely honest. I but loved it. Hey, like it was great. It's, it's great. Listen, like, listen. Bring, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed. I'm a 35 year old dude, and I just I fucking love Count Von Count. Count, Count Von, Von Count is the top like five Sesame Street characters. Really, he's yeah. very funny. He's he very might very be top five Muppets. Frankly, he's got that I'm song. Saying, I, I wouldn't song. put him that high. He's top 15 Muppets at most. There's a lot of Muppets. Do you count only the canonical Muppets? Is it is it just Sesame Street and Muppet Show Muppets, or or does like, like the, anything that's Muppety count? Right. Like is gritty the, does gritty count? Does I think they have to be like Muppets. They like, have proper. to be from the Jim Henson brand company. name capital M Muppets trademark. Does Farscape okay. count? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got to say it counts. It is Jim. It's Jim Henson. But then, right. But then we. But then we have to count like the Ninja Turtle suits because right. they're also Jim Henson yeah. properties. Then we would so. have to count Fraggle Rock, of course. Fraggle Rock's okay. It's fine. I don't know. Mm. I like the Doozers. Yeah, isn't they're there fun. some weird, like, problematic subtext of Fraggle Rock that people who go back and watch it go, "Oh wait, this was about something else." Probably. Well, the f- the Doozers are like obsessed with building and the main characters just destroy right. their buildings constantly because they eat whatever they they make it out of like sugar i guess yes. or, or or something Mushrooms, something like that i can't I've remember big memories of that show yeah I was like, like it's, a, it's implied to be like a symbiotic relationship and like at one point whichever whatever name is like the hippie one it's like stop eating their buildings they work hard for it and then like they actually finish making the buildings and it's like well, fuck, now what do we do with our time? Right, then they get, like, <laughs> suicidal because they built okay. the buildings. Oh. It's it's weird. There's definitely some weird, like, worker Yeah, well, like, depending that... on how you read it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> right. either, like, uncharitably, it's about the dangers of, like... Urbanization? Uh, unionization, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Or, but if you're being be charitable, it's it's a story about leaving, like, well enough in nature in particular alone. It's, it's the Pixar duality where every single Pixar movie can be taken, either left-wing or right-wing, depending on which lens you watch it through. Yeah. I love yeah. that I was like, let's start the episode, and then we started talking about the fucking doozers from Fraggle Rock, <laughs> and now we have, we have to go back. Uh, Zach, so, did you forget this is how this goes? <laughs> I forgot. I did. I forgot. This is oh, so this uh, is the episode. Just, just a second. Okay. Uh, I think you're forgetting something. What am I forgetting? Well, no, Fabi's not here. Fabi's not hey. here, but she does have a representative on the episode. Oh goodness! Did, okay. She gave you power of attorney. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, we did a new segment, and Zach never said the name. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, oh well, that's more important. Do that first. The news segment is called. Um, more fact museum minimal. No, nope, you forgot. You forgot turb, but Tur- it's fine. Turb have- or more fact museum minimal. <laughs> you have five more weeks to get it right be- before we add in space. <laughs> well, that's just going to be turbo for Mac in space. I'm just no, gonna say it's this. not. <laughs> Mike is going to find a better way. 
Oh, I've already done it. I've oh, got a plan great. already. You, you okay. want a preview for next season, folks? Do you Wait, want it? Mike, Mike do you, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Can I ask yeah. you a question? Do you have an Excel file that has all nope, the seasons? Nope, this is all the seasons. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Here we go. New news segment name drop, and this is a preview for, for next year. To Warfact New Spacey Omnimal. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> that's excellent. I really, I really genuinely thought you might have, like, a list of what it's going to be for the next 30 years. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, every beast, morph, mist, time, force, <laughs> dino, ninja, ninja, whatever. <laughs> see, see, the thing is... Uh, Zach, I know, I know that preparing things in advance is like a wild concept, but I have an entire year to come up with these. So, sure. you know, it's not like it's it's really oppressed for time. But uh, okay, so let's talk about this fucking episode. No, we can't. We have to do the baseball corner. Yes, we certainly do. Uh, it's very important. Uh, Cassidy, take it away. Okay, so I don't actually know anything about baseball. <laughs> Great, end of segment. <laughs> no, but what I have managed to gather this may be entirely wrong is that the New Mexico City Wild Wings have launched a legal uh, lawsuit on baseball itself. Okay. So, yeah, Fabi told us that was going to happen. Yes. Uh, the prosecuting attorney, however, uh, it appears... To be Son Goku from Dragon Ball, <laughs> like literally just... Goku. Just it's it's Goku the anime character. It's Goku. Goku the anime character. Yes. Um. So uh, the Mexico City Wild Wings have said put out a quite a long thread uh, detailing Goku's why we should not trust Goku, uh, seeing as he spends his time with billionaires, former dictators, and murderous space genociders. <laughs> That's true. So this what is... does this say about him trusting someone named Parker? I I think Parker is like the person the Wild Wings are suing. I'm not okay. sure. <laughs> I like that you just you just sort of skimmed this and were like, all right, I'm going to give this my best shot. Uh, Goku's uh, involved. Listen, we can all talk about how we can all kind of agree that Goku is is not to be trusted, right? Like, yes, I, he has no knowledge of a legal contract. He agreed to be married despite having no knowledge of what a marriage was at the time. I mean, that right. does not sound like a man with a good grasp of the law. He got eight different universes on the hook for for an annihilation for losers tournament, like without consulting anyone. So, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't trust him. Right. So was, was there? Oh, okay, that was it. There. Okay. Oh, and I, Goku I'm, has gone to heaven. He has. Okay, that that makes yeah. sense. He he's been there before. So, so Goku attempted to kill the judge, and uh, the okay. executioner in the trials or trials do uh, killed him in response, and he's he's now gone. And I guess the prosecutors have the state. Uh, the organization of Blazeball has no defense attorney? Who knows? <laughs> okay. 
this is this is my favorite version of this segment. I think it's just like uh, it's just like a sheet put on the, the the news anchor's desk, and he doesn't understand any word that's on that sheet, but he's gonna read it. I think from now on, next time Fabi's on, we will have the the blaze ball minute, but one of us has to do it, and, and <laughs> she can't she can't correct us. She just has to listen. To, oh, that's to an us. excellent idea. I'm sorry, Fabi. This yeah. was meant to be you all for you, but we've turned it. They've turned it against you. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, let's start the episode. This is the fucking fortieth episode. of Power Rangers Turbo, it's called Carlos and the Count, and we start with Balk and Skull, who are hosting a scary film festival in the the youth center. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are dressed up as vampires. Uh, Skull immediately sexually harasses a woman, which I was really shocked by. I don't know if you'll caught this. Uh, I completely missed that. He slaps this lady on her ass with his... With his Dracula cape. Oh, he does that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> it's wild. That's disgusting, I, Skull. Like, it's it's one of those things where I think that that interpretation of Skull is this, like, kind of grody. Like, that makes sense if, you're, if, if your Power Rangers is aimed at, like, 14-year-olds. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not. So don't do that, please. I mean, we also shouldn't be encouraging that in 14-year-olds. Well, no, I just mean, like, if you have a bully yeah. character, it, that at least makes more sense. Yeah, yeah but they, have... they haven't been that in so long. Yeah, right. It justifies exactly. the Rangers being d- horrible to them. Yeah, so, uh, so don't do that. But in any case, uh, Justin and Carlos show up. Uh, the cost of entry is $3, so, hey, there you go. You get to yeah. do your calculations with uh, Bulk and Skull inflation. discover the scam of cinemas, yes. Yes. Bulk and Skull, so they... I mean, they, they don't basic- seem to sell concessions. There's a table with some popcorn and punch on it, but they don't, like, that's where cinemas make their money. But then again, yeah, maybe renting that reel of an old movie didn't cost that much. So, like, the $3... I, yeah, I would assume that they just found this old movie and decided, hey, how about we get rich? <laughs> yeah, they say they yeah. rented it, but it could easily be, like, from the library. Like, they might not have paid anything yeah. for this. So, yeah. So, th- this this kind of ties into something that happened also with, like, the paper route. A bulk and Skull finding a perfectly legitimate means of making a living that they're actually like successful at and then just the universe conspires against them yeah yeah they they don't you know i don't know fucking eat the the film the reel or whatever mm-hmm. stupid thing that they they would normally do it goes fine it's just like the universe well, they doesn't end up giving up them. because they're scared at the end but yeah right exactly um but yeah, they 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 say, "Yep, this is our new idea. Uh, we're gonna make some money, uh, you know, illegally screening, rescreening." Yeah, yeah uh, that's the thing. Like Mike, you said legitimate, and like, okay, so it's not tapes they're playing. So presumably, they rented those reels from a place where you rent movies for the purpose of public projection. So it's above yeah. board. But yeah. they're also in the gym and juice bar and have people sitting on like school chairs to watch this thing off of an old projector. Listen, 
copyright laws bullshit. <laughs> the fact that you can legally bar people from showing a movie that you yeah, bought. Yeah, yeah. I, is I didn't say insane. immoral. I just said legally, right. legally speaking, not so sure but about that. This is they are for sure breaking some copyright law. Uh <laughs> So, in any they're, case, they're showing a vampire know, movie. I'm willing to bet this yeah. is like an old film it's that they're trying to show. Universal movie from the 30s or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like Dracula 18 or whatever from when they made like six of yeah. those a year. Yeah, probably. Also, if what they were doing wasn't on the level, like they're renting out the gym and juice bar, I'm pretty sure Ernie Stone <laughs> like put a stop to that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, so he's, he is literally a cop. Is I mean, he, he no, he wears a Hawaiian shirt now. He's like he's given up the <laughs> ways of the law. The he's now part of the mob. Yeah, he was he, on the he, take before, and now he's part of the mob. Exactly. He's Beachstone now. <laughs> Beachstone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, in any case, he um, uh, or he rather, we we see now this this uh, concessions. Uh, stand which which honestly pretty impressive it's yeah. got a bunch of like halloween decorations on it the popcorn bags even have like spider web uh print on them which is cute. oh yeah they, they got um, that like from the pop-up store at the mall for sure for yeah. that season yeah and then they have a big cauldron that i'm gonna assume has like punch in it uh and, and dry ice and dry ice because it's got uh, smoke coming out, and that's where Diva Talks yep. comes out of. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, so she's looking at a. There's a pretty good gag that's audio only. They don't show you the movie, but uh, the they the couple finds an old uh, abandoned castle. They knock on the door. They're like, "Is anyone home?" You hear a bat noise, and then you hear someone say, "No one here but us bats." And then uh, the lady screams. It's funny. It's also, silly. the characters in the movie are named Scooter and Missy, so I, I just like that. I, I like Scooter those names. A, I mean, yeah, great names. Uh, so we cut down to uh, Diva Talks, and there's a little bit of world building here because she says, "Not oh. another vampire movie," which means they must have been doing this for a while, I guess. Uh-huh. I mean, the, uh, they, they they confirm later that Bulk and Skull have exclusively been showing vampire movies. Which at the I, end they're like, "Well, we're done with vampires. Time to shift gears to a werewolf movie." With, that, that's uh, that's maybe another flaw in their plan to like start their business. If they're exclusively a Halloween themed movie venue, I don't know if they're going to do that much business in January. But, but I, here's I guess the thing: we'll see. not just Halloween themed. Only vampires. That's wildly <laughs> yeah. specific. Like, Extremely specialized uh, outlook like, cinema. We just here's, fin- here's the thing. If they were just, if this was just like, hey, once a week we're going to show an old timey horror movie, like, and it's like just a local oh, sure. thing at the, at the rec center for like five bucks a ticket, that's a solid thing. That is yeah. a, that is a thing yeah. you can do in your community. Well, not, not now because yeah, they're playing, the, but I mean, like, th- there's a, there's a pub in like my neighborhood that before COVID would do that every weekend, but with like a, a bad, terrible B movie, and they would just show that movie and have people go in there and like that sounds fun. Heckle at it. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I would fun. go do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got and, and you got shit like you know local midnight screenings of like Manos, The Hands of Fade, and The Room, yeah. and and Rocky Horror and shit but, like that. But like, like only local, local cinema movies. for this kind of thing is like it's 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 a solid idea. I, I'm I'm def- I'm going to defend this business model. 
As, I, as far as Halloween themes, mm. just vampires, though, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. it yeah. would be a bit of a stretch, but I happen to know of a bar, like, show bar, like a dinner and a show sort of place uh, in a city very close to me uh, that is has been going for, like, 30-odd years, and it's still it's just only vampire-themed. It's called Dracula's. Okay, that's uh, however, true. However, I don't think it would work in Angel Grove because, as we have established, it is the only city apart from Stone Canyon where the Stone right. Canyoners are not allowed to leave. Right, exactly. So, like, that's true. You can't have a theme bar type place, but I don't know. It just strikes me as weird that they're only showing vampire movies. Divatox is apparently sick of them, so other people gotta be getting sick of them. Uh, then, speaking of world building, we cut immediately <laughs> to the fact that in Power Rangers, there are bats on the moon. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Did you know? Did you guys know that? Because I didn't fucking know that. <laughs> that bat came from the moon, apparently. Lunar bats are a thing. I knew that in Power Rangers, like, canonically, there is atmosphere on the moon, but yeah. I did not know that it, it had local wildlife. You have to assume if that if... They have lunar bats. It's not just lunar bats. There have to be other animals. <laughs> they have to be like so, plants and stuff. I mean, there's here's, no putties that we know of. Here's the thing that I think all of you are forgetting, and possibly the show has. Divatox's base is not on the moon. Right, she's in orbit, right? Yeah. Oh, These okay. bats, like. I guess originate from the moon, but I guess orbit the Earth. These are are void bats. These are like... Migratory mm. void bats from the moon. (laughs) Great. That sounds like a D movie from the 30s. Migratory (laughs) void bats from the moon. Maybe maybe this is why we haven't seen them before now, is that like the bats just like... Yeah, they, they, they migrate, they, they do laps around the orbit yeah, of the they, Earth. They, they have a it's comet-like a, orbit, so they only yeah, pass like the Earth once coming. every seven years. Yeah, so so like this this is just like the space base is happening to cross paths with a cloud of lunar bats. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> Fantastic Four. otherwise fall. minding its own business. <laughs> but also, there's a neat thing you can do with lunar bats, at least is if you're Divatox. Oh, God, she just so, sticks her tongue out and tongue kisses one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she does the fucking lizard tongue thing, but it doesn't just stick to a bat; it hog ties a bat. <laughs> so okay, real quick, Elgar says if uh, if humans think vampires are annoying, which they nobody said that, but whatever, uh, then they should try lunar bats. And Dean talks <laughs> like, great idea. She does what we just described. Oh, also, Elgar has a giant fly swatter. Good, good visual gag. Um, and she tongue grabs a a bat, and di- then it gets big and turns into a monster. Now, so, yeah, okay, I know what you're gonna ask. The question is: Is that a property of <laughs> Diva Tox's powers, or is that a property of Lunar Bats? I choose to believe Diva Tox's tongue can turn things into monsters. That's I mean, my final I'm answer. Five- I'm, I'm gonna, choosing to assume it is pro- property of a lunar bat. Yeah, I'm lunar gonna bats say are all a, vampires. When I'm licked, say it's a prop- God damn it! <laughs> I'm going to say go- it's a property of lunar bats because, as we know from Mystic Force, there are vampires canonically in the Power Rangers universe that okay. can turn into bats and look okay. quite similar to this bat monster. So maybe it, this it is, is something an- that the show has accidentally touched on and teased before. 
is that supernatural shit from like space faring like witches and shit is like the source of all of our folklore. You know, I, I yeah. guess they have kind of done that, huh? It's That's a wild. Thing. Yeah. <sighs> um. So yeah, good point. Thank you, Cassidy. I forgot about that ep- that episode. By the way, the vampire episode of Mystic Force is wild. Oh um, yeah, that's. Uh, if, if you have, my wife got me one year, um, like a bunch of Power Rangers DVDs that weren't sets. It was like here's a bunch of Christmas episodes from random seasons, and here's a bunch of Halloween episodes from random seasons, and the uh, the vampire episode of Mystic Force is, is something. It's, it's real weird. <laughs> oh, I've come across it on a few YouTube playlists. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, but so I also would tend to agree that it is uh, a property of lunar bats, which means that if anyone tongue tongues a lunar bat, it turns into a monster. Um, because I, if I it- feel like it could just do that on its own. It's just that... Diva Tox's, like, hog-tying it is like, fine, you have my attention, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I just, given that in our canon, Diva Tox is a disaster bisexual, I don't want to think about the other monsters that she could make with her tongue, so <laughs> oh, God. we're gonna, we're gonna oh, assume, God. we're gonna assume <laughs> that it's only, uh, the vampire, the looter bats. Um, this monster is, it's got, like, armor and a big, it's, th- it's weapon, got a hammer, it's a hammer, hammer on one side, drill on the other, and then it has, like, a fruit bat head, like a big uh, fruit batty head type, type thing. Um, Divatox is like, great, uh, you'll do, and also this bat has a name, and it's Cat Noc- Count Nocturne, so I guess she just found... I don't know. This whole thing is weird. I get it. It's fine. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Every vampire's account. That's just how it works. Well, it's just that, like, generally how Divatox get monsters is she just, like, calls somebody and they show up. Yeah. So this is weirder. Yeah, she just just grabbed vampire nobility at random. (laughs) uh, Count Nocturne, Uh, so she's just... Count the Knight, a very original name right there. Yeah, there count, you go. count Knight. Yep. Uh, I mean, why know? not? If you're a vampire and you give yourself your own name. He's a bat and he's a knight, so, you know. It's, a, de- it's a decent name. I like it. He is the knight. Uh, Carlos uh, is walking through the the park, I guess, uh, at night after the movie. We do have <laughs> to talk about Carlos's shirt. Um <laughs> Carlos's shirt is yellow, black, and white checks, and he looks like he's about to join a ska band, and that's fine. <laughs> it's extremely it's, 1997 for a shirt. It's yeah. plaid, but the plaids are all diagonal. Uh-huh. It's too much is what it is, uh, <laughs> but Carlos is walking. He you know, hears a noise, freaks out, turns around. There's some piranatrons, uh, tries to fight him off. But very, very quickly, uh, he is grabbed. Count Nocturne shows up, and he's like, what's up? Uh, I'm Count Nocturne. I am going to go ahead and bite you and turn you into a vampire. Yeah, this is going to be a weird episode. Get ready. (laughs) Uh, Because, yeah, you know, usually they just get murdered, or they try to kill the rangers or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, This leads to one of the better visual gags that the show has done in a while, which is a big bat monster trying to bite uh, 
uh, the juice out of uh, Carlos and Bulk and Skull just sort of walking by in the background for a little while before they rec- they figure out what's happening and freak out. Yeah. Um, um, but There's something to be said about the sexual element in the vampire mythos, but this scene, I, I don't know if I've got my, like, adult glasses on reading into stuff, but uh, it was kind of, it kind of, it made me kind of uncomfortable, this scene. Yeah, I mean, the thing about, like, the sexual element of vampires is that, you know, it's non, it's explicitly very non-consensual, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's... Maybe that's what Skull was doing earlier. He was doing the method actor thing to get into character. Yeah, he was trying to be a vampire. <laughs> he exactly. was doing a Jared yeah, Leto. God. Ugh. Yeah, by being a sexual predator, he, he's right. really getting into the mindset of a vampire. Uh-huh. Because uh, this vampire, I mean, Cassie's right, because th- this vampire, like, grabs Carlos, pins him down, and bites him, and it's mm-hmm. a lot for a kid's show. Uh, uh, see, I, I actually found it, uh, not not to dismiss uh, what Cassie's saying, but I found it really funny just the way the camera is, they're trying to get a shot of this monster with this comically huge head uh-huh. biting down on this guy's neck, and they kind of can't line it up, so they like shoot it from the monster's back, and nothing, nothing yeah. quite lines up right. I mean, it's it's also like the art of cinema, right there, because they also place Balkan Skull in the position where the camera is for that shot, so you can interpret it as a point of view of their view. So, like, I, I, I guess mm. some thought went to th- into that to hide the fact that this big doofy monster head can't bite uh, anyone's right, neck. Right, ob- obviously, if you've been watching the show with us, uh, or even probably if you haven't, you know that it's a, it's a, it, the head can't move. Nope. It's not like it's got animatronics in it. So, yeah, they can't actually show it biting. Um, I kind of like the implication that Power Rangers has figured out the Kula Shop effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. They Turn also don't break the 180 rule in this in this scene, so good job. Uh, turns into a bat and flies away. Uh, Carlos is, like, freaking out and grabbing at his neck. And uh, Balkan Skull uh, see the whole so, thing. So clearly Power Rangers isn't going to have blood, but, like, the, the, the little, like, tiny puncture holes that they put on his neck are just, it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Just, to, just it looks like he has hickeys. Yeah, and uh, they're, like they're barely visible, blown up on our modern HD screens. So there's no way any of that was even visible in the original broadcast on SD. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I definitely saw them. I actually quite liked the effect of the holes. Like, it looks pretty good. It's, it's, it's not exactly visible all the time, but I feel like it didn't have. Am I seriously like? Going art house on Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Just yeah, welcome that's to what, teenagers with attitude. That's what we do here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Taking so, the show way more seriously than anyone who has ever worked on it is kind of our deal. It is a decent effect for for what they're probably working with. It it looks yeah. pretty good. You know, it reminds me of like whenever you do a vampire thing in like a kids thing, like Spider Man. Right, like Spider-Man with Morbius in the, mm-hmm. the 90s cartoon or any of that stuff. He's just got, like, two little, like, wounds, yeah. I guess, on his neck. Yeah. Um, oh, we're talking about Jared Leto again. Yes. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I forgot. That's never going to happen, right? 
Oh, I absolutely hope. not. Oh, I mean, okay. as far as any movies are going to happen, it's not even All right, particularly no likely yeah, for that's a That's the thing. Sonic the Hedgehog was the last movie ever. And we have to yeah. come to terms with it. God, if Sonic the Hedgehog doesn't get a fucking Oscar this year, I'm going to be so angry. Uh, but anyway, Balkan Skull they, they, they canceled the 2020 Oscars and delayed it to next year specifically so that he wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not going to let that happen. Just, That's... The, the academy sucks too much to let it happen. That just so seems Balkan... petty. It is. It's very petty. It's oh, the academy sucks. I mean, uh, wait until you hear about Christopher Nolan. It's true. All right. <laughs> so anyway, Balkan Skull uh, see this happen and immediately, <laughs> not kidding, this is not a Zach joke, decide that they have to kill Carlos. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they are men of principles and duty. They've seen enough vampire movies to know what must be done now. There's no saving Carlos. <laughs> They de- Bulk declares that they have to be vampire hunters, and Bulk- to emphasize his point, <laughs> he pulls, he pulls out, out a film Yep. He pulls yeah. out a film can labeled Vampire Hunters. Yeah. Because I guess that was the name of the movie they were showing. Yep. And, oh. like, it's just, I know they don't say, like, we have to stake him, but, like, that is clearly what they're saying is we have I mean, to kill Carlos. They're going like, to have stakes later, so that's yeah. what they're going to do. Uh, so. Now, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. What if they were wrong? No, here's, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. There was a Buffy They're, episode about that. Here's the main Aren't thing. Aren't most Buffy episodes about killing vampires? No, I mean specifically <laughs> about being wrong about killing a vampire. <laughs> just, wait, so Buffy just murdered no, a normal it, dude? It, it was Faith, like the, the evil slayer, and like she kills a dude that she thought was a vampire, was actually just a dude. She stakes him in the heart. He dies. She doesn't feel remorse for it, and that's where we're clued in that she's not right. Oh, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, Mike. They're not wrong. Carlos is a but I like to imagine what if they were though is now. the thing. What I want to imagine a world where Bulk and Skull just fucking murk a teenager. Well, sure. I mean, that's yes. That would be hilarious and tragic. But what is also fucked up is that, and obviously he's not going to act on it because it's Power Rangers, but in Power Rangers, Carlos is a vampire now. Like, he needs blood to live. Yep. If they Why don't kill they Carlos, do he's going to kill Justin, probably, so, you know. It's, it's def- actually kind of, listen, this, is, this shows you just how cowardly the people behind Power Rangers is Carlos spends like at least like I I think twelve to eighteen hours as a vampire and never drinks blood. I mean, yeah, I could go that long without eating, so that's not that much of a stretch. Yeah. You know, most vampire mythologies I've heard of require vampires to drink blood at least, or no, they can go like a week without drinking blood. Yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. questioning the logic of it. I'm questioning the fact that they didn't show Carlos drinking. Oh, yeah, you're saying they're cowards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we see uh, Carlos uh, at school the next day. He is wearing sunglasses. Okay, fine. <laughs> He's the wearing le- the code for I'm evil now in the Power right. Rangers world. Here's, here's the question I have. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, but also... Leather coat. 
Yep. Does the le- mm. does the leather jacket also have something to do with, with him being a vampire? Or I mean, it's, it just means that, with the exception of the green like undershirt, he's wearing all black now. Yeah. He also uh, has a scarf jacket. On. Yeah. He also wears a scarf for the rest of the episode, so they don't have to bother with showing the bite marks anymore. Uh, yeah. And like like black slacks, big black boots. Uh, his his hair is tied back in a ponytail. Like he's he's very much supposed to seem like he, he's coded for evil now. Yeah, he's a right. bad it's, it's boy. like it's like it's a real throwback to the Power Rangers punks episode way back yep, at the beginning. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, and then Ashley walks up next to him and immediately starts making fun of his outfit in a kind of mean way. Ooh, if we yeah, assume- oh, off, Ashley, dude's just experimenting <laughs> with his looks. Is that what she does? Because throughout this I mean, whole she's- episode. I thought she was flirting with him. I think so too. I no, am no, not she's looking, definitely so. looks she, she's looking at she's him like, and says, "Nice look," like with the <laughs> yeah, most sarcasm like if, she can put into it. I yeah. think Damn, that's is, probably just me. I I think it's both. I think she is flirt teasing with him. Is what's happening? Wait, are you saying she's nagging him? <laughs> yeah, she's ne- she's nagging Carlos. She invented it. Mystery came to, to Ashley and was like, "Tell me how you get all these guys." Um, but yeah, so she. By the way, uh, Carlos has a picture of Ashley in his locker. Aww. Aww. Um. So, yeah, she teases him for it a little bit, uh, and he says that, yeah, his eyes hurt because the light blasted his eyes, is specifically (laughs) what he says. Uh, I mean, we know he's a vampire, but, like, yes, all the other stuff pointing to him, it just makes me think he has a hangover. Yeah, that's the other thing. For or sure. he got real high and red eyes and everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, I mean, it's he does either, have red eyes. Yeah, yeah, he's exactly. He's either hiding that he's a vampire or that he came to school fucking wasted, which is uh-huh. also not good. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, like, this exact, like, style of dress that they're using to code Carlos as a vampire now is indistinguishable from the the, like, way of dressing they've used to signal this kid is, like, not... This kid's on the, like the wrong side of the tracks or something. It would be yeah, so funny show. if instead of him being a vampire, they just revealed that he's been drinking and it became like a very <laughs> special episode. <laughs> instead <laughs> of <laughs> just that swerve, and then Buckle Skull come in and stick him in the heart. Don't drink alcohol, kids. <laughs> I would, I would love if no. What if, what if like this was how they framed him turning into a vampire? It's like Carlos, you have a drinking problem. What are you talking about, guys? I've only been drinking human blood. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's an issue. Uh, so, because it's Power Rangers and it doesn't know what subtlety is, <laughs> Ashley's like, uh, interesting. In- anyway, cool new look. Would you like to go to the blood drive with me today? <laughs> uh <laughs> And I'm convinced they're having a blood drive right yeah. now. And there, there's right. a poster on the wall right next to her. <laughs> Isn't it funny how coincidences happen in this world? Yeah, and Carlos is like... Rocky hmm. is somewhere screaming about how, like, why doesn't anybody see it? Now, Carlos, I don't think, actually knows that he's a vampire yet. Doesn't he? Which, because well, he starts going in for a bite later. Well... He's think, he's kind of mind controlled right now. He's yeah. He's 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 been he's been Renfielded a little bit. Yeah. And like he knows he's a vampire, but his instincts are telling him to like like hide it. 
Right. So he says, hmm, sounds perfect. And, uh, which she... honestly is one of my favorite, like, <laughs> schoolyard spooky jokes is like the vampire being told there's a blood drive and being like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's an all you can eat buffet. <laughs> she walks uh-huh. off. Ethical consumption yeah. under late capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> good, good one. Uh, Buck and Skull show up. They have. So much garlic. It's. <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of buried the lead because they also interpreted vampire hunters as hunters, but also vampires. <laughs> vampire they're dressed things. in safari outfit with pith hats, but they have garlics around their necks and are carrying steaks now. Yeah, it's real silly. Uh, they. Ha- I have to by- assume that that decision is at least partially motivated by the fact that they just already had these costumes. Of course, oh, definitely. Like I'm pretty sure they've worn them before. By garlic, by the way, we mean like whole fucking bulbs. Yep. Just just like thirty bulbs of garlic in a yeah. They've in a got necklace. them on the Italian <laughs> chains that hang from the Italian shops. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Those the Italian ropes. ropes. I mean, in in fairness, that is that is a, a bog standard cliche. I'm trying to ward off vampires thing. Right. It's like the necklace made of bulbs of garlic. It's just so you, much. You want garlic. a lot of garlic. Also, bulk yeah. has a book titled "How to Track a Bat." That seems, it's funny to me that there's an entire big textbook that's just that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they sort of appear at Carlos, uh, and Carlos yawns, and you can see his fangs. Mm-hmm. Surprise! He and also takes off his glasses, so you can see his glowy red eyes. Yeah, and uh, the reaction Bulk and Skull have, Bulk has the reaction you would sort of expect. He makes a scary, scared face. Skull, like... Puts his hands up in the air like we got one <laughs> style kind of. Yeah, I get to funny. kill someone with my <laughs> strap of yeah, stakes across my chest. Yeah. Skull puts his fucking game face on. He's ready to kill somebody. <laughs> um, the prey reveals he, itself finally. He has killer intent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Car- Carlos walks off, and then Justin shows up uh, and asks Bulk and Skull what they are doing, and. Uh, <laughs> and Skull, Skull's like, yep. But I was, I was just gonna say, he gives him some garlic. He just thinks of the kid's safety, and it's like, you know, everyone should probably start carrying this around now. If there's yeah, no yeah. vampires, like, at least you can make yeah. a pretty good spaghetti sauce with it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this will, this will either uh, get a vampire to stay away from you, or get Wario to come to you. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> either way, you win. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want Wario? Uh, so then, surprise. Fucking Mr. Kaplan shows up. Yeah, I was sure he was out of the show by now. It was. <laughs> I was like, what? And uh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Kaplan is perhaps the most powerful principal in media <laughs> because apparently he can give detention to grown ass adults who do not go to that school, <laughs> which which is incredible. He's he the vampire hunter. Hunter. He tracked them over there and is like, you so guys get detention. Wild. Yeah, so here's what's crazy. He says, oh, okay, hi, boys. I thought you graduated. And surely the next sentence is, get out of this high school, you adult yeah. man. <laughs> no, but, it's I'm going to force you to stay inside this high school now. He <laughs> sends them to detention. And then Vulcan's going to justifiably have these puzzled looks at their faces and start saying, but wait, hang on, what? <laughs> yeah. So, so... So, Mr. Kaplan, 
unfairly sends Bulk and Skull to detention for shit that is not their fault, meaning that he ends his time on the show just as it began, oh, is because this, an- this is his final appearance. Oh, my God. Oh, he's, he's a, again, final appearance. Do we, do we even know that he's not a ghost in this episode? Because that would make more sense if he was a ghost. <laughs> he's a ghost. He could yeah. be a ghost. We never see any other characters interacting with him. He could just be right. haunting Bulk and Skull. Yeah, just, Justin uh, barely looks at him. He doesn't talk to him. He's there, but that's it. Justin's just the kid from the Sixth Sense who sees dead people. <laughs> right, right. Uh, he's a figment of their trauma at high school. Basically, uh, put, that, put that on the the TWA wiki. Whoever, yeah. like this is an official new theory now. Mister Captain's a ghost in this episode. There you go. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, God, we, I can't wait until we get a wiki. <laughs> we cut over to I thought I've thought about it more than once. Uh, we we cut over. The, the to, thing is, here's here's the thing: we can't make it ourselves. No, it so, has to be fan made. made. We need fans. Yeah, it's 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 tainted if you make your own. It's Ooh. like uh, you can't give yourself a nickname. It's basically right. yeah. Can't make your thing. own wiki. Like we yeah, yeah like when, uh, like someone actually uh, went and made like uh, a TV tropes page for Eidolon playtest mm-hmm. and like. It's it's really touching, uh, but also at the same time, like there's some stuff on there that's objectively not correct. But also, I don't want to go fix it because it's a fan wiki, no, and they would feel can't. bad. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't go correct that. You can't word of God your way into TV tropes. You have to first say it, maybe on another podcast, and then they go correct it. So, yeah, <laughs> perfect. So uh, we cut over to. Uh, I, I do. I do fucking love it though. Like I actually regularly look at it. I have. I listen. I don't go to anywhere else on TV tropes. I don't like TV tropes, but I go to that page just because it feels so good to just be like, "Wow, somebody liked what I did enough to make a fucking TV tropes page." It's very fun. It's a sort of a blessing and curse type thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, Justin and Carlos are in study hall. Um, and Carlos sees the garlic and is like, whoa, what the hell is that? And he's like, oh, Justin's like, oh, it's garlic. Uh, Skull said it would help ward off vampires. Wait, hey, Carlos, how come you're wearing sunglasses? Uh, <laughs> because he has a hangover and he's disgusted by this smelly piece of garlic you've brought <laughs> into study hall for no reason. <laughs> A yeah. still wrapped whole ball of a garlic doesn't really smell like anything is the thing. So, like, it's, I mean, who, I don't know. I like, don't think I'd be bothered by it if Simon, it was on the table in front of me. Okay, but also, it'd still be weird if you brought a whole ball of garlic <laughs> to study hall. Like, I'd be that's, like, mm, <laughs> are we making spaghetti sauce? I could have some. <laughs> uh, so, spaghetti sauce. so anyway, he, he says it's uh, just for um, uh, the sun. And because that's what sunglasses are for, and then he leaves. Uh, Justin starts to suspect that he is, in fact, a vampire. Uh, he's reading a book, uh, and TJ and Cassie, or yeah, I, TJ I, and Cassie show up. Sorry, go ahead. I also like how Carlos kind of like shoves the garlic away with his book so as to not touch it himself. It's a pretty nice yeah. touch. Although, how weird is it that once again, Justin suspects one of his teammates has been turned into some sort of monster. It sure happens. And once a again, lot. he's right. Yeah. Um, at least he's it, he's not a vampire. Also, this time, which is what happened with the robots. God, that would be so great if that's how the episode ended. Is we went back to the command center. Is like, 
Hey, sorry, we, we did the same thing again. We thought it would be useful to have a team of vampire rangers, uh, but just to make sure it worked out okay, we made vampire Justin not remember he was a vampire somehow. So now vampire now Justin, you have to go be a ranger on Vampire Planet. Okay, bye. Okay, yeah, bye. I guess. There's no, there's no sunlight it? there, so <laughs> there's no sunlight there, so our regular Megazords won't work, so we need a vampire team. Right, they just keep doing it until there's a whole team of just Justins, just different kind of Justins. <laughs> We 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 found a planet only of Justin, so we have to make a Justin Ranger team. <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Justins. Uh, <laughs> so oh. TJ and Cassie are like, "Oh, you're reading a vampire book, huh? We didn't know you like uh, horror books." Uh, also, I mean, he just went to see a vampire film last night. Uh-huh. True. Also, Carlos is in the room for this scene, which is awkward, uh, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> We, we kind of glossed over it in the initial scene, unless we didn't and I just missed it, but, like, Justin was super, super stoked for the movie at the beginning. Oh, yeah. He was like, we're not late, are we? Oh, God, I don't, I don't want to miss the vampire movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, they, they uh, ask him if uh, he wants to come with them to the Jim and Juice bar, uh, and he's like, sure. Packs up uh, and heads out with them. Um then we cut over to uh, Ashley, who sits down to talk to Carlos and asks if he would like to grab a bite uh, because power because because Ashley's uh, purpose in this episode is just to be as cliche as possible. Right. She's uh, just like, she should double down on that Austin Powers style. It's like, she well, knows I'm, the- I'm, I'm going to play baseball. Would you like to have a bat? <laughs> Something like that. She knows that Carlos is a vampire. She's just really, really like. Oh yeah. Like I was at the start of the episode. Come get your juice. Yeah, exactly. Carlos. I've, I've really appreciated your friendship, and I just wanted to say fangs for the memories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I I like this. Oh, new did context. I ever tell you about uh, about my 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 family in Transylvania? They're coming over uh, next uh-huh. week. You know, I, so on and I so like forth. I like the new context Cassidy has given this episode, which is that Ashley is just wildly horny for vampires, oh, yeah. and that's <laughs> all that she's trying to do this whole episode. Oh, are you a chiropractor? Could you take a look at my neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah and she's just like hangs her neck next to him, puts some perfume on it, nice like <laughs> scarf around it, but like, yeah, takes out a brush and starts brush it, basting it with barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the doctor said I had high blood pressure. I, d- I don't know uh, if there's just a safe way to get some blood out of my body. <laughs> there's just too much. It's, yeah, it's I, not- I just have so much blood is yeah, the thing. I have high blood pressure, but not for the normal reasons. I have too much blood in there, and I need the, to get rid of some the, of it. The doctor said I have a weird condition. I have tasty blood. I don't know what it means, but, you know, apparently yeah, super yeah. tasty. Yeah, apparently they did a they did a blind taste test with uh, with with some fucking vampire bats, and they did like a Coke v Pepsi thing. And apparently, my blood just like my blood is the best. It's oh, just a fucking yeah. rules. Apparently, it's too bad there's no one here to enjoy it. No one yeah. likes the taste of blood that I know. Uh, so <laughs> we cut down to Divatox, and Divatox is like, "Oh God damn it, Justin's gonna ruin the plans again. He always figures it out. He's so smart and cool and handsome." Uh, and <laughs> what? She, she, well, I don't know. What? <laughs> I mean, that is what happens in 40 episodes out of 40 so far, so she's right about it. She is right, but also, what was that? Is this, is this description of 
Is that uh, what Zevatox okay. is saying Zach, in, in no. Justin's mind or something? Zach was making a joke about using Diva, what Divatok was saying, and he was making a meta joke about what the show does with Justin and how the show <laughs> thinks Justin I mean, I is. Guess that. That's what I was saying too. No, but also, but also, she has a crush on him. That's what I've decided. It's oh, weird. That, no, no, it's we, weird. I, no, we can't do that. No, I'm sorry. I, we, we, I, I, I know I we love said disaster by, but not that disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Don't don't ruin diva talks for me. All right, I'm trying to stand a legend here. Okay, okay. So anyway, uh, uh, we she has she tells uh, Rygog to ask um, Count Nocturne to bite all the rest of the Rangers, uh, and he heads off to do that. Um, and then we cut to uh, TJ, Cassie. And Justin walking through the park. Uh-huh. Justin walks directly into a post because he's not paying attention because he's reading his vampire book, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassie has like a funny read of uh, vampires. And then she's like, you know, there's no such thing as vampires, right? And then a vampire <laughs> immediately shows up. <laughs> you know, vampires are like dogs that turn into people. They don't exist ever. <laughs> Nothing like that would ever happen, Justin. Vampires you stupid like shit. space pirates. Vampires right. are like uh, intelligent life. Vampires are like evil rock bands that hypnotize people with a song. Never existed in ever. <laughs> vampires are like robots. Vampires are like yeah. Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, stupid little shit. The, the, the shot was. If you live in Power Rangers, like, if you live in Power Rangers and you have seen, like, all these monsters, you fight monsters on a daily basis. Right. You, like, if you say vampires aren't real, like, okay, sure, I understand why you would be like, don't be superstitious, but also you've seen a million different aliens, like... Uh What? What? Why are you so sure uh, about this? I, I, I like to imagine like the Power Rangers agnostics that are just hardline Occam's Razor. Like, okay, so I've seen all this shit, but I've never seen vampires, and there has to be a line somewhere. I have to yeah. keep believing that there's no such thing, or everything crumbles, <laughs> and then they sure. see a vampire. Just well, that's one more thing crossed off the list. All right, what's next? Terminators from the future. Do we have any of that? No, not not (laughs) so far. Okay, cool. And then three seasons later, there's a Terminator from the future, of course. So Count Nocturne shows up, and not only does he show up, he he explicitly says, no, vampires are in fact real. Hello. I am one. I bit Carlos, (laughs) and now I'm going to bite you. Um, Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he starts counting all of the rangers that he's going to bite. The president Uh, thought he could stop me. (laughs) So... Um, there, there's, uh, some Pronotrons, we have a fight here, which is kind of fun because it's, uh, not in, you know, it's in the park, it's in a slightly different location. Uh, for some reason, Cassie and, uh, TJ leave the small child to fight the biggest monster, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Count Nocturne is able to grab Justin, uh, and he gets ready to bite him, but, uh, Thankfully, the other uh, rangers are able to stop him, and he did not get bit. But Justin immediately goes, it didn't bite me, but it must have bitten Carlos, which is why he says the light hurts his eyes and Mm -hmm. also why he doesn't like garlic. That's why (laughs) Justin is smarter than Cassie two episodes ago. 
Yeah. Um, TJ's like, what? You're saying Carlos is a vampire? And Justin's like, yeah, also he's with Ashley. She could be in danger. So they immediately trust the small child. Mm -hmm. We then cut over to Ashley and Carlos. And God damn it, Power Rangers. This is where, like, really, I think Cassidy has to be right. She She uses the same line. Yeah, she's like, hey, after the blood drive, would you want to grab a bite? This is the second time she's asked him this exact same phrasing in the same day. Uh, and Since she reused the same joke, we can reuse all our jokes. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Would uh, you like to suck on my neck? Yeah. <laughs> so, so she goes to put something in her locker and uh, Carlos does totally go for the bite. I forgot that uh-huh. part. So he yep. does try to, you know, murder his friend. Uh, and... I mean, not necessarily. He might just be going for a little, little slip. Yeah, or turn her into a, a vampire too. Yeah. Uh, I've never Would really been so clear. On- I think the the commonly accepted canon is that you turn into a vampire if you suck a vampire's blood, and they have to I mean, kind of like let you do it. Would it be so bad if one of the rangers was a vampire? I, I mean, mean if, if this it, this version of vampirism comes with mind control, apparently. So if yeah. you could, if they could control their dark urges, then no, that's fine. Like just have, yeah, have Blade be a Power Ranger. I'm okay with that. I don't care. But like literally, uh, Blade, like Wesley Snipes is there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in any case, the other Rangers show up uh, and they explain that they just fought a big bat monster. And they ask Carlos if he has seen the big bat monster. And he's like, no, no. Um, And Justin's like, aha, we'll ask, why can't you stand light or garlic? And he's like, what are you accusing me of being a vampire? And then also they have Ashley's mirror in the locker and force Carlos to look into it. And he doesn't have a reflection and Ashley freaks out. Uh, and I think this is cover f- to her friends for the fact that she really wanted Carlos <laughs> to fight her. Um, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, they figured out he is, in fact, a vampire. And he takes off his glasses and yeah. he's got red eyes. Yep. Yes. he. It's just these inc- incredibly bright glowing red eyes with the, like, little snake pupils. They're like, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and take you back to the power chamber. And he's like, no. And then he turns into a bat and flies Mm -hmm. away. And I know that I sort of skipped over it last time, but I have to (laughs) stress that the bat is a $2 Halloween store bat. It is a little plastic bat that they put on a string and they shake it up and down so that it flaps its wings and it's hysterical. It's so fucking funny. It is barely a better special effect than the fucking moths from season one. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Um, So... Carlos flies off. And as Carlos flies off in bat form, I think we better take a break. Yeah, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Books. They're for nerds. And yet, there are some books that you really do need to experience, like Discworld. Here to do the whole reading part for you is The Discourse, half a reread podcast, and half an introduction to the series. 
Discworld veterans Holly and Julie join newbies Jess and Mark for a chronological read-through of the entire Discworld series, from The Color of Magic to Raising Steam. So join us for 30 years and 35 books worth of satire, magic, and funny hats. So, we've got uh, Carlos uh, has run off. Um, everybody is well, trying he, to find... He's flown off. He's flown thing. off, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows up at the blood drive, in uh, which is just being held in the... Uh, of course. In, in the Jim and Juice bar, which is very funny. That doesn't um, seem sanitary. No, it doesn't. It I mean, doesn't I've see seen sanitary. blood drives held in, you know, conference rooms inside offices and school gyms. Like, uh, it's never sanitary. So. They they just, you know, as long as the bags and the needles are sanitary, that's what counts. Yeah. So, so I've... I, I Not to give too much away, but I work with the Red Cross uh, mm-hmm. for blood donations and shit. And I've seen... I know very intimately at this point what blood drive equipment looks like. And Power Rangers has had some pretty comical props where they're just fudging it, they have no money, and it's like, fuck it, kids don't really know what this looks like kind of thing. This is maybe the most hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. Because they're straight up just storing the human blood, apparently, in steel lock boxes. Uh-huh. It says human blood on the front of it, yeah. which is very good. There's also, no indication I- that it's being, like, refrigerated or there's, right. like, a pump that you can use to directly draw the blood. Because, like, when people go to, like, do, when, when, when people do blood drives, like, the machines just are built in, like, you just take the pipe and the needle and you put it in the person, and it goes straight into the place where the blood's going to be kept cool. And then they just wheel the whole thing away. Yeah. It's the 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 funniest thing about the big box of blood is <laughs> that they felt the need to specify that it was human blood. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure they label these things so that you know exactly what's in there, right? Yeah, I feel like this is a scenario where like it's a, a good thing. Box. Have, yeah. Yeah, you want big fucking letters that says, hey, uh, this thing's full of blood. There should so be the biohazard sign on there, too, and stuff, right? So Yeah, maybe don't fuck with this unless you want human blood. <laughs> if you if you want human blood, this is where you can receive <laughs> If you want human, human blood. blood, we hope you're a doctor or someone who needs blood and not a vampire. <laughs> yeah. But um, if you so do Carlos- want human blood and you are a vampire, it's probably better <laughs> that you take it from here and not someone directly. So that that is actually a good point, Cassidy, because Carlos basically, after that one time he tried to uh, to get Ashley, he is just sneaking around in this in this uh, blood drive, sty- trying to steal a blood box. Basically, like he does not go for another person, really. That's um, actually. Uh, 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 well, go, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that perhaps that one instance of him trying to drink blood from Ashley was him being overcome by the smell of her blood when it was right there. And he's like, oh right. no, I can't let that happen again. I gotta go feed on some blood from a bag. Yeah. So he tries to steal some of these, but Balkan and Skull are kind of on his trail and they're trying to convince Lieutenant Stone, uh, who is obviously, uh, he owns the Jim and Juice Bar now. Uh, mm-hmm. that there's a vampire, and he's like, "Whatever, get out of here, you dipshits!" Uh, you sh- you should know that Bulk and Skull end up embroiled in weird shit. You've been around, man. Mm-hmm. 
But also, uh, I was going to say, this is actually kind of a pretty common conceit in, like, sort of modern fantasy fiction at this point. Right. Uh, I think is the idea of, like, the benign vampire who just, like, drinks stuff from blood drives to get by. I mean, that's so what they, they don't have did to do lit- murders. Yeah. Literally, like, Angel and Spike, that's how they survive in Buffy. So, yeah. Uh, so... Carlos runs out the back uh, of the the gym and juice bar, and uh, TJ and Ashley are there and grab him, and they teleport him back to the uh, command center. Now, there is some lore here, because... Oh, oh, yes, yes, please, let's get into this. Because (laughs) just like how vampires don't have uh, a reflection in the mirror, because... (laughs) They don't have a soul? Yes. Question mark? Uh, He doesn't have a teleport trail. Mm -hmm. He just vanishes and then reappears in the uh, the command center, which is interesting. Because even, like, monsters and random civilians have, like, a gray trail. So that's interesting. I don't think that we've seen that before. Well, here's, here's, here's my take. Okay. Uh, something we speculated on very, 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 very early on in the show is that the Megazord is the opposite of a vampire. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh huh. And Great. I speculate that, like, here's the thing: so vampires are supposedly like inherently unholy, right? Uh-huh. They're they're tied in some way to the devil, and we're told over and over again that the magic that powers the Power Rangers is like the forces of good and stuff like that, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I God, think Jesus Christ. Is, yeah, I think I think it is the inherent holiness of the human soul that gives you a reflection in this world. Okay. This is the this is the metaphysics of Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and so if your soul is is taken by the Dark One, you no longer have a reflection because you no longer emit physical light you can still be perceived by other people and like you know because magic and shit but Uh you no longer reflect light huh okay yeah i don't entirely know what this means and i don't entirely i haven't worked out yet how a human being perceives another human being if it's not light i allows that to happen i think it just means carlos doesn't have a soul right Mm -hmm. now which is a bummer for him here's here's, uh, carlos well, here's the thing. If he gets cured later, where did his soul go? I mean, the C- Count Noc- Nocturne has it, because like, he permanently gets cured when they kill the Count, so... I yeah, mean, it it little... his soul just could have been destroyed, and another one grew in its place when he got cured. Oh, would like he still lizard. be himself, then? Okay. Yeah, like the <laughs> yeah. lizard. What? What? Hold, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, it's like how quickly you went to that. Like, like that's oh, yeah, his soul grew back. Yeah, like a lizard. I get it. <laughs> it's like a lizard. Uh, so they speaking of uh, like a lizard. No, that doesn't make sense. But I'm going to go with it anyway. Uh, Car- they grab Carlos and put him on this table. Uh, their little like diagnostic table. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a diagnostic table. It is a forceful medication table. Well, it's, okay. It's where they put anyone they need to fix or medicate or whatever. So it's a this multi-use, multi-purpose table. Cassidy has a point because they do basically force him to take medication. Right. Uh, I mean, he's a vampire, so whatever. I mean, he, but no, well, we don't know at the point where he was being medicated that he wasn't 
able to like properly consent to that medication. So that's, like, that's true. It shouldn't be within. It's immoral for the Power Rangers to force this cure on him, like like a mutant cure from the X Men, if he doesn't consent to it. That's mm. true. But he was also, but also trying to eat them. I mean, and he, also he's being mind-controlled by a vampire monster. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know that until the end of the episode. Until he's medicated and wakes up and is like, oh, my head, I can't remember anything. This is a fair point. Minimum Alpha 6 knows it because he's got the cure locked and yeah. loaded. Yeah, we, we, we glossed over how Alpha off-screen captured a lunar bat, extracted the yeah. vampire cure from it, just knew how to do that, do that apparently. And has it ready already? Yeah, he's like, don't, yeah, don't, don't worry about this. This is standard procedure. You got yep. to turn into a vampire by a lunar bat. Just like, yeah, let's just put. Let, listen, I got, I got, I got the, I got the, the, the fucking vape juice here, ready to go. Put him <laughs> on the thing. Put the mask on him. I'll, I'll spray him down with some. Now, listen, this is a temporary cure. This is just a treatment. You still got to kill the monster, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna give him a good old fashioned de-vampire in for this you. This will allow your unholy body without a soul to use the Megazord. It's it's a temporary yeah. like it's like it's it's a spare soul. It's like the tire you put on your car after you had a flat. You still have to go to the garage after that. Fix, uh, oh, fix a soul. Was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's more like artificial butter. Oh, I can't in, believe it's like, not a soul. Most. Yeah, I can't believe it's not soul. Yeah, because because you see the thing the thing you might not know about uh, the, the vampire cure is that it is primarily made from corn. Oh, <laughs> I mean, bummer. as is everything else in the United States. Yeah, of America. it's all those corn subsidi- subsidies. They make the, the <laughs> yeah, they really lost down the vampire cure market. Uh, this episode's weird. Uh, anyway, they give him this medication. <laughs> the episode of Power Rangers or the episode of Teenagers with Attitude. The Teenagers with Attitude. Both. Both. The episode Both mostly. Is good. But yes. Uh, they cure vampire Carlos, and uh, he's like, what happened to me? He basically didn't remember anything. Um, what am I wearing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much did uh, I pay for this jacket? God. <laughs> oh my gosh, it must have been so expensive. This was hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Weird that that's the shorthand for... These kids are on the wrong side of the track when they've got hugely expensive jackets. Right. Yeah. That's actually a good point. I never really thought about it. I have genuinely considered a leather jacket because I'm a dork and they are incredibly expensive. Yep. <laughs> um, so, Carlos- Not only are they expensive to get, they're expensive to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, years and years and years ago, my aunt got me a really nice leather coat for Christmas one year and I cannot afford to wash it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's expensive. So, uh, Carlos, or sorry, Alpha explains that the, t- the current, uh, antidote they have is temporary, that they have to actually kill Count Nocturne to make it permanent. He illustrates this by pulling a big cloth off of a giant antique mirror. Just a big velvet, like, drape over a big nice mirror that he has prepared for the occasion to make a dramatic reveal that you can sort of see yourself in it now. I mean, listen, again, again, this vampire cure is standard procedure. Like, there's a way to doing this. Did Alpha go antiquing? (laughs) I mean, I'm just going to assume that this mirror and cloth covering is from Alpha 6's magician phase. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, when Alpha was uh, was traveling around to children's parties and performing tricks and and uh, and um, ama- amazing them with his sleight of hand, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, I, then, and then he gave up, but the kids kept pointing and saying, it's Bubsy! <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love the idea of a robot who's like, I want to entertain uh, by being a magician, and the people who are watching him are like, you're a robot! And... <laughs> And he's like, listen, I understand, but I need you to pay more attention to what I'm doing over here with the cards. Please remember which card this is and stop paying attention <laughs> to the fact that I'm a wonder of technology you've never seen yeah. before. Uh, so anyway, he shows Carlos. Like, listen, in- listen, I know you're trying to tell me it's sleight of hand, but how do I know you didn't just print another card out of your robot hand? <laughs> well, right, don't be exactly. stupid. Robots can't do that. <laughs> so... He, uh, I mean, this- you would think robots can't do card tricks. I can't trust you on this one. I'm sorry, Mister Six, if that is your real name. I don't. Uh, I, I can't. I don't. Uh, I don't believe that you're a genuine magician. This uh, mirror shows Carlos like half, half reflection. He's got he's half like soul. faded. Yeah, he's got half soul. Um, it's he can't believe it's not soul. It's imitation <laughs> yeah. soul. Uh. We were talking out of our asses. That's just how it be. Then we see fucking Demetria, who I forgot existed, which is nice. uh, And she's like, oh, yeah, uh, as long as Count Nocturne exists, you'll be under his spell. So you got to kill him first because that's the solution Power Rangers have to every problem is murder. Um, they sure just left that uh, uh, only speaking questions thing by the wayside, didn't yeah, they? Exactly. I w- I yeah, exactly. I was thinking about that a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, they just abandoned that at some point. Uh, she's But also, like, she's barely in the show. They really dropped her fast. Like, <laughs> um, Alpha is usually the only person you see in the actual command center. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, so, so. It's so wild because, like, they have this big to-do about her replacing Zordon, and just, like, listen, Alpha and Zordon's role when they were around diminished with time as the Rangers became more competent, and then as Billy sort of took over as, like, the tech guy, but Zordon was still, like, there. Yeah, well, they made made this big to-do about a woman finally getting the leadership role on the team, and it turns out (laughs) she's just a figurehead. Oh, God, yeah. A figurehead. Yeah. yeah, weirdly. No, but she, she's uh, got yeah, a whole body It's a far as she, uh, she replaced a head and she has a figure. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, at this point, uh, the rangers all show up uh, to fight Count Nocturne. He's like, aha, it's time for you to join me, Green Ranger. And he's like, no, uh-uh, don't wanna. And, and he's like, nope, you're gonna. And then they fight. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what happens. It's a pretty decent in uh in suit uh original fight, original footage fight. Um, uh, do we just want to take a moment before we begin this fight to look uh to take a pit stop at the car get range garage? Sure. Oh, if you got one, yeah. Pit stop at the Car Ranger Garage. So, uh, this monster actually had, like, some sort of a friendship with the Green Car Ranger. His name is O.O. Baton, and he is the Bozok's best prankster. Uh, Okay. Seeks to distract the Car Rangers by pretending to be their friends. Okay. 
Uh, his true intentions was to lure the car rangers and their mechs into a pit trap set up by the Bozok under the city to make them vulnerable. Uh, he's not a vampire. He's he's just a, a bat. <laughs> yeah, he's not even a bat. He's just nothing about him is a bat. He's just a friend and prankster. But oh, he looks exactly okay. like a bat, though. Is the thing? Yeah. Well, you, but his theming is not anything to do with a bat. Okay, okay I gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's huh. It's they usually have been sticking pretty close, actually, in Turbo. So, in, in ter- at least in terms of like not not the plot, but like this is a monster based around X, and so that's what we did. But there's not really that much trickery in this episode. It's more just you know vampire stuff. Uh, they f- blast him with the the Turbo Ram thing, uh, which if you forgot about it is a big gun on wheels. Um, <laughs> he di- he dies, and uh, Divatox enlarges. It's amazing him. how like the really cool shit that they make the toys out of the guns and the cars and all that. How it just kind of becomes perfunctory after a while. Well, and in, in the latest it's just, seasons, just like, yeah, they shoot the gun. And, yeah, you know how it could be. You, you know the score. I mean, in the later seasons, like, like um, we've talked about it before, but like they don't even really introduce this shit. It, it, it's yeah, it's wild that something that's so toy focused doesn't have like this is the episode where they get their weapons. Yeah. This is the episode where they get this like. It, it, they don't really do that in these se- later se- or later in the the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, Dim or sorry, Divatox shoots the torpedoes and grows up. Uh, Count Nocturne big. I don't like his the close up of his face when he shoots steam out of it out of his mouth. It's creepy. Um, they summon the rescue Megazord. Uh, and pretty immediately, um, count, uh, so now Nocturne. I'm conf- yeah, so now I actually, uh, Cassie, I'm confused because, uh, th- he basically puts them on the, the Megazord on like a cross yeah, and chains it to it. I'm that might be the pit trap. Uh, okay. It's very know. strange. Um, because I thought I was like, okay, well, I mean, vampires are like unholy, so that sort of makes sense that he's on a cross. It's also wild for a kids show, but you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, well, it's so, a, yeah. <laughs> characters in Toku get crucified all the time. Yeah. You need to understand mm. this. It happens a lot. You think I'm joking? I'm not. <laughs> but it's they. It happens like pretty much immediately, and uh. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Emily told us in chat the this red symbol above the tied up rescue megazord is the symbol uh, is X X House's symbol. From I think Power it's Ranger. I think it's supposed to be exhaust. Is it exhaust? supposed to be exhaust without the T? Mm. Okay, because like it's all car puns, so uh, exhaust's symbol. Who yeah, is the reckless driving emperor of the Bozox? Yeah, th- uh, that was on the tube of like morphing goo from a couple episodes ago, and I was wondering oh, about that symbol. So I guess that's okay. the answer now. Interesting. All right. So yeah, the, he gets. Yeah, I mean the Megazord gets crucified. They don't call it that, but he's chained up to this big cross, and they basically. Uh, 
he starts talking to the to Carlos and is like, "You're you're gonna join me." And Carlos is like, "Oh no, I can feel myself turning into a vampire again." Um, it's it's weird because like. It's clearly like, especially now that uh, now that Cassidy's told us what the the Car Ranger episode's about. It's very clearly him being angry and like clenching his fist about like he's mad about the betrayal. Yeah, about how he's he's lost his trust. But like they they play it off as like oh mind powers. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they decide, well, this Megazord's toast. Let's just get the other one. And they just go ahead and summon the other Megazord, which They should is, do that more often, to be fair. Yeah. Like, that seems like a pretty good escape. It's They basically have two lives. Yeah. Like, they might as well yeah. just use the second robot. It's, it, I, I, one thing I, I've been liking about the show less and less, and I'm sure that's only going to get worse as time goes on, is... The, just the overabundance of robots that they yeah. have. It gets real bad in some later seasons, yeah. Yeah, but if you're gonna have a million billion robots, take advantage of the fact that you have a million billion robots. Yeah, it's nice that use they actually all. actually use more than yeah, especially the seasons where they use them as like attachments. There's just so many fucking robots, like in in char Dino Charge, and I know there's nine Rangers, so it sort of makes yep. sense, but. I couldn't fucking tell you half the robots in that in that like show. The, the Ultrazord plate on the Dino Charge Ultrazord has like a symbol for each of them, and it's like a whole area full of triangles that has every dinosaur imaginable on it. It's like too many robots, guys. And never thought I'd say that, but come on. Um, but once the second Megazord shows up, there's actually a pretty cool Zord fight. Like it's been kind of a long time since they did much with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually have uh, the Megazord gets like tossed into a uh, into a big um, uh, cliff or, or mountain, and mm-hmm. then and then uh, Count Nocturne fucking misery style. Breaks the Megazord's <laughs> legs, which is fucked up. Yeah, did, did, did we mention the big hammer that's got a drill on the handle? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, and like this, this weapon is cool. But yeah, so between the first sword getting crucified and this sword getting its legs broken, and then what's about to happen to it, like for being for being a monster who, like in Car Ranger, is just a prankster, and in this is just kind of an animal the Divatox found. Like, <laughs> this guy fucking demolishes the Zords. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, yeah. He gets yeah, the, the, the drill. Pos- Good. Uh, yeah, the past few monsters have actually been kind of competent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the last, I mean, yeah, the last monster was also pretty good uh, and basically only got be- defeated by the fact that TJ got a crush. Um, I mean, it's the power of love. Right. Uh, so the monster is able to get, uh, the drill into the Megazord's chest mm-hmm. and starts drilling into it. And it's yep. kind of brutal looking. And that's like the part this- where the Megazord kind of catches the drill with the hand and tries to stop it. It's like, a, it's, it's really like, it feels gory, which is a weird way to say this Right. This robot is getting torn into, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so Carlos is still trying to fight this off. And then he says, I, he, he comes up with an idea and he says, if we combined the Megazords, we could beat him. Now, 
I got very excited when he said yeah. that because I thought that they were going to make like an Ultra Zord, mm-hmm. but they don't. Um, they just blast him with uh, lasers from the uh, uh, from this, and then they say, <sighs> "I'm honestly confused about what happened." What happens? So Car- here? Carlos has an idea. Okay, and he says, "Let's combine the Zords." And when he says that, my assumption was, okay, we're going to have one Megazord combined with the other Megazord, and we're going to make a fucking Ultra Zord. Kind of un- an unceremonious way to, to do that, you know? Six episodes left, and Carlos is just like, hey, what if we tried this? Mm-hmm. But that's not what actually happens, though. At least I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's just the normal Megazord. I again. mean, not even that. They disassemble and go to into each of their own cars to get away from the pin down so like that part is clever i get it and but then, also the other sword frees itself the same yeah. way on its own yeah, they kind of drive towards it and i think they teleport into that megazord and then disassemble it i think that's what happens but like i i guess after that there's like 10 car zords on the field so i don't know yeah folks like i know we're not the best at describing the action scenes like Especially because they kind of tend to blur together, and also because they're kind of hard to describe because they're action scenes. It is genuinely perplexing what is happening at this moment in the fight. Yeah, like it's, like it's this confusing. is this is straight up another fuck. I I keep calling back to old episodes because I guess I'm nostalgic, but this is this is another fucking like gnarly gnome situation again, where oh, it's yeah. just like we don't know what we're looking at. The, okay, because the we- edit is so sloppy. Uh. Ranger Wiki says uh, that what we're looking at is the legs from one Megazord and the oh. rest of the other Megazord combined. <gasps> is it? Oh, oh yeah, oh, you're right. It is. It's just sense. really hard to remember which Zords look like what. But you're okay, right. Okay, that that actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, damn, a Megazord. So, so they did, they- and they got legs. Yeah, and they, got, <laughs> they got legs. So, yeah. so when he said combine the Zords, he didn't mean like mash all of each of them. They just meant like we're kind of mixing, matching yeah, some stuff. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, we got the, this other Megazord whose top is tied up but has perfectly good legs, and this Megazord has broken legs but a good top. Just like put the good parts together. All right. Yeah. Yeah, just and, put the good um, tops and the good bottoms together. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, and, and this uh, the Ranger Wiki also claims that this this configuration is called the uh, Rescue Turbo Megazord. They'll make up a uh, name for anything. Yeah, actually, I think they do say that in the dialogue. Oh, do they really? Okay. Yeah, it's so I like when they there are too many robots in later seasons. It is neat when they have like different configurations. I yeah. I do like that stuff. But like Dinosaurs be- in particular was neat because they had like a whole lot of different possible combinations and the toys actually supported that. So if you had like the Megazord, you could like pretty much recreate any combination of Zord you saw on the show because they were, they were kind of more modular than they would be. So now right. I'm wondering if this combination was possible to make with the Turbo Toys. The, the problem is that the Rescue Megazord and the Turbo Megazord are very similar. They're like both they, made of cars. Yeah, so to the point where we obviously did not realize that's what was even happening. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, they make this, I guess, new Megazord. Uh, and they are able to uh, chop 
uh, Count Noctor turns uh, power or um, his uh, thing his, in uh, half. Hammer drill. Yeah. Hammer drill. His yeah. hammer drill. Yeah. And, but then they just use the finisher from uh, the like artillery finisher anyway. So it's just the same move. Uh, and they blow him up. And that's that. So basically, the, the quote unquote new Megazord is they just put, like you said, they just put the legs on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I mean, it's fine. It, 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 it at least allowed us to get the earlier parts of the fight where the Zords get like done fucked up real good. Yeah, that was neat. I liked that part. Um, so at this point, we cut back up to the, uh, the moon base or, or space base. Um, and Divatox just and- throws her nephew off the, Space no. base? No, she doesn't yep. throw him. He's trying to swat at bats and he falls off the railing, is what happens. Yeah, she, she doesn't. doesn't no, she pushes, she pushes him. him. She, oh, she, she pushes absolutely him. pushes him. Oh, great. Yeah. Into yeah. space. She's like, hey, don't, don't sweat at Andy D. We got plenty of bats. And she's just like, fuck you. Fuck Here's you. The, fuck you. Throws she just out of here. strands him in orbit, like with no oxygen or stuff. Here's around the thing, the Cassidy. Well, he climbs back up. It's fine. Oh, and he also, does. he actually totally fell from the space base to Earth before. I was going to say, this is. Cassidy, to your point, she has done that before, actually. So she Damn. really doesn't. She, it's vicious. Um, yeah, like we we have seen explicitly that if you drop something or someone from the space base, they will just fall down to Earth. So we cut over to the Jim and Juice Bar. Bulk and Skull uh, are still running their spooky movies. All the Rangers show up. And however, can I, can I note got, that? Cassie here is dressed exactly like Carlos was when he was a vampire, <laughs> except without yes. the glasses. Yeah, Cassie's, uh, by the way, bl- uh, black and pink, extremely good color combination. Cassie mm. looks fantastic. She has a oh, yeah. uh, black leather jacket and a pink uh, button-up shirt under. And yeah, she doesn't have the glasses, but like, you're right. And it's weird. It it is sort of weird that they did that for some reason. She, she saw that look. Yeah, on now Cal- she's not talking Carlos. shit about it now. <laughs> um, well, yeah, because she's not going to tease Cassie because they're already together. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, Cassidy has another girlfriend and a dog that are just off camera in every scene. We just don't <laughs> see them ever. <laughs> so uh, the rest of the Rangers go through, and then Carlos. Do, do and- you think maybe they broke up and the girlfriend took the dog? Oh no. No. no! There's right there, off camera, just in the black. <laughs> you see? Yeah, just yeah, there. in the sidebars. Uh, one Justin day we'll and- get. Uh, one day we'll get a like a uh, Malcolm in the Middle style uh, remake slash uh, re high oh. definition in, and yep. we'll see them one day. We'll see the white screen. Like we'll see like some lighting rigs and some cables on the floor, and Cassie's girlfriend and dog. <laughs> nice. Uh, so Justin and Carlos, uh, kind of try to scare them a little bit, which, so basically they say, we're not doing uh, vampires anymore. We're scared of vampires. We're going to do werewolves from now on. And Carlos and Justin have like fake teeth and do like werewolf hands. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't I, tell I exactly what they're doing. I think vampire hands because they're teasing them for being scared of vampires. Uh, yep. okay. Gotcha. You're right. My bad. Um, and yeah, and then they say, yeah, we switched, uh, we switched to a thing that definitely doesn't exist. Werewolves calling our shot. Never going to happen. Yeah. And Skull says, Bulk, if, uh, we show vampire movies and then vampires show up, but what, what will happen if we show werewolf movies? 
and Bulk says, Skull, if a werewolf shows up, we will quit the movie business for good. And then uh, Lieutenant Stone shows up and says, the delivery guy's here with the film, and the man walks up, and for some reason, this man just has, like, some scruff and dirty yep. hands. He's very ha- hairy and has an underbite, and yeah. And Bulk they, 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 The delivery man is Ron Perlman, and they <laughs> freak out, is what happens. <laughs> they very yeah. clearly tell this actor to look, walked, and and yep. and sound like the fucking Universal Wolfman. Yep. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, hey, I like because... I like to imagine he is actually a werewolf. He's just going about his business. Yeah. Yeah. He's a werewolf, but like that doesn't mean he can't be a functional he's, member of society. He still needs to have a job, and he delivers yeah. movies. You are a I... universal monster, but yes. you do not have to be <laughs> universal monster. Yeah, exactly. Wait, does the werewolf Perfect. also have a Transylvanian accent? It feels like werewolves don't come from the oh, same no, place. I, I was doing a Wreck-It Ralph thing. Oh, okay. Very good. Appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. So, they, uh, uh, yeah, they just are like, ah, and that's it, basically. Yep. There's there's not anything else. Yep. And that's I, the they throw the away a perfectly good career that suited them well because <laughs> of, yeah. I, because I like that's how Power Rangers has to be. I like that Skull actually believes that they have some kind of cursed movie business that actually manifests the thing that their thing is te- themed after. They could just, like, I don't know, try to theme it against, uh, around something pleasant and try to make that happen instead. But no, right. they're, they're not gonna, never going to come back to that. Watch a, watch some kind of movie with, like, no conflict. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh but yeah, so that's the episode. It's it's fun. It's real goofy. Um, yeah, uh, there is I... some like outtakes after the credits of like Ashley oh, in the mirror, yeah. Justin's suit actor messing up the morph sequence, uh, TJ yeah. forgetting his next line. I'm just watching them now. Ashley again in the mirror. Wait, TJ's actor forgot his next line. He has like two in this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's weird. TJ really, I feel like, has the least lines of any of the Rangers. Like he does not talk much. It's I I'm not sure how that happened, but I mean, kind of depends. The show does, and, and honestly, this has kind of always been a problem with Power Rangers. But like, if it's a focal episode and you're not the focal ranger, you kind of don't get yeah. much to do. He's a red ranger yeah. who is black, so of course he's going to get sidelined. Yeah, I mean, also that, yes. Uh, and he is immediately going to get replaced as the red ranger next season. So, mm. um, it's a bummer. I like TJ a lot, but he doesn't get that much to do, which is frustrating. Um, so that's the episode. Uh, we have a couple questions. If you have a question for us, you can send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com. Is and make our sure to send address. in Blaze Ball questions too. Don't forget them. And tag yes, Fabby please. in them. Yes, uh, please. Tag Fabby uh, on Twitter. Uh, hold on. What at is Fabby underscore Gaza. Yes, please. And uh, you could also just send me bla- uh, blazeball questions, and I will not be able to answer them, but I'll try. So that that's if you want to do it that way. I'm I'm at Chinchy McJella. You know, what we should get more of is just like I, I feel like this is something we we used to request a lot, but kind of stop. Just send us any old nonsense questions. They don't yeah, have to be have anything to be pertinent to anything. Not they don't Rangers. have to have anything to do with the loud vehicles outside my window. <laughs> like they could just they can, you know they can, fucking though. ask us whatever. Yeah. If you have questions about the loud vehicles outside Mike's window, you could ask those too. 
so anyway, uh, Resh of Nowhere on Twitter hey, writes and says, how do y'all think the Putty Bowl restaurant is doing at this point in the series? <laughs> Fantastic. Do you think they've employed mooks from other seasons? If you look at the kitchen, would you see Mad Mike the Pizza Chef miraculously mm-hmm. alive and making artisanal pizzas? I I think that the Putty Bowl restaurant uh, for sure hires other. Uh, oh, like yeah. You can have you can have the Tangas as like delivery guys because they can fly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe not the Cogs. I don't know if the Cogs would uh, would be. You know, they can't taste things, so that might. I think not maybe be maybe the Cogs are the white stuff. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Putty's, uh, Putty's doing the, uh, most of the cooking. Yeah, well, because uh, they're ceramics, so they won't heat up as easily as metal. Mm. They, they can't they, get They burnt. don't need oven mitts. They, they can yeah. just stick yeah. their hands in there. You just cook the pizza on a putty. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just put the putty in the oven. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, lo- I forgot, I had forgotten about the Putty Bowl. If you don't remember, there is, for some reason, a restaurant run by putties. In, That's, I think that exists a- for, like, four seconds for one shot and one episode, and we've really latched on two. Well, but it's very good that yeah. that exists. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's extremely good. It, like, there are some parts of the lore that we should not allow to be forgotten, and some that we, like, really shouldn't have but did forget about anyway, but, like... The, yeah, Putty Bowl Restaurant's still super good. Mm-hmm. It's just very funny, and I want to appreciate Resh and thank them for uh, yeah. letting me remember that. And yeah, I mean... I think I think what I love most about the Putty Bowl Restaurant is we didn't make up any of it. <laughs> no. It is an explicit it's part pure. of the Power Rangers canon. Like, like it happened. It's yeah. beautiful and pure and untainted. It's 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 a perfect jewel. It it exists in the show, and the show has never given us any explicit reason to believe it's not there anymore. No, of course not. So, like, just, so yeah. It, here's the thing: Mo- monsters dying doesn't seem to be final for them. So, uh, sure, Mad Mike is there. Also, I have to say. If Mad Mike decided not to try to bake the Rangers into the pizza, but instead to just make a giant pizza, that'd probably be a pretty good business plan. <laughs> Everybody yeah, would yeah. want to eat a big giant. Yeah, who wouldn't want to be eat a big giant pizza? Now, based on the fact that they had like fancy waiters and stuff, I feel like I feel like the Putty Bowl Restaurant was trying to be something a bit more upscale. But I mean, like you get Mad Mike in there, you could you could make a nice like Italian eatery. Yeah, you, know? you can do fancy pizzas. Yeah, it's a huge, gigantic, fancy pizza with basil and oregano, and there you go. He can't do the microwave thing anymore, though. No. He, need, he needs to get a, no, a an actual not. proper no, oven. If, if, if he does the microwave thing, Gordon Ramsay will get in there and he'll start yelling at people. Yeah. Oh God, I'm sorry, Simone. Just what you said. God, a, a fire, a, a brick fire oven is yep. is not a good thing to have around when your staff is made of clay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, presumably it's fine if it's not sentient clay. I mean, y- yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's not really clear if the putties are like wet clay or if they're dried. I mean, clay, I, I guess it would crack if whatever. In the but. comics, they, uh, they use them to like shape into stuff, which is something that I always thought is really cool, so, which implies that they are still like malleable clay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could just make them into a pizza stone, put a pizza on that, on that putty. Yep. Um, 
But yeah, so uh, the Putty Bowl restaurant's fine. It's doing great. You will not tell me otherwise. I will fight you if you do. Uh, (laughs) So there you go. Uh, We have a question from Eric, our editor. Uh, He has a special question for us, which is, if you were going to have Bulk and Skull over for dinner, what meal would you serve them? Oh, God. Now, the... We have to be strategic about this because the thing is, how would they mess whatever you're making up? What's the safest thing? This is you have to try and serve Balkan Skull a meal that isn't going to end up all over them. Maybe you could just have like a decoy sheet cake that's on the table (laughs) before they come in and have the real meal like on the side of that so that they come in, face plant first into it as soon as they walk in there, and then you can have the real meal. I'm, I I was going to suggest you serve them lasagna because because that has the most potential to go wrong. Oh, you want it to go wrong? Yes. You th- yeah. Okay. Perfect. I want to humiliate them and somehow get them to clean off my walls. You you could take <laughs> off like a, a home insurance policy before you do this and yes. really back in the money, right? Yeah. Because oh, they're going to burn your house down. Yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Uh, Mike, you got you got one. So I I kind of missed the question. Is are we making dinner for Bulk and Skull? Yep. You are making yep. dinner for Bulk and Skull. My instinct was to try to make them something that they couldn't fuck up. Uh, Cassidy well, that's decided because they, they will fuck up anything. Decided the best way to go with it was to just go as hard as possible in the fucking it up. Was to commit insurance fraud. Yeah, exactly. Here's, here's the thing: they're go- they're gonna fuck something up no matter what you make. Uh, so just kind of make, you know, just whatever, honestly, uh, based on their tastes from what I've seen, uh, from having watched this show for so many years, I think you just make them some nice sandwiches and chips. Yeah. That's what they like. They love sub sandwiches. That's they for They do sure. love sub sandwiches. So just like make them a real nice sandwich. Yep. I, and, and for, for Cassidy's plan, it's probably like Chinese fondue, and you'd leave the bottle of fuel right there on the table. Oh, God. And, and the box of matches, you just let it happen. <laughs> or you do like a Korean barbecue type thing. Yeah. You have the, yeah. Um, my. Oh, take them to one of those places where, like, uh, what is it called? Uh, hot where, pot like, or something? Yeah, hibachi. Well, well, yeah, uh, yeah, where they, like, just grill right on the table and they yes. do, like, cool, like, spatula tricks and shit. Yep. Oh, that's teppanyaki. Uh, yeah. Teppanyaki. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just take, just take Bulk and Skull to one of those and watch it. Just fucking watch the insanity unfold. I'm worried that that would be like a gruesome accident. I, I'm concerned. <laughs> they, they have just, clown magic. They have clown magic. They, they will walk away unscathed. Yeah, they would just like cook their own faces on the hot plate and. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, but then, like instead of being gruesome third degree burns, they just get like some some black. Dust on yeah, their face. The wild coyote. Uh, my uh, my original thought was soy lint because just <laughs> it, you just can't. It's just not that. <laughs> They're messy. gonna get it everywhere anyway. It's liquid. Well, yeah. I guess that's true. With their luck, there'll be a Divatox plot to make humans into some sort of small grain that you'll mix up. <laughs> you just like they come in. You just have IV bags up, up on a pole and a needle in their arms. Just, Listen, this, this, this is going to no. nourish you. Don't move, Zach. When you said Soylent, I I completely forgot about the fucking like redditor libertarian chud juice. I thought you were like literally being like, I want to feed them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it 
listen, if you don't know what Soylent is, it's a meal replacement thing. It is crazy that someone designed that and was like, what should I call it? I know. Yep. I'll name it after the thing it's, that's people. It, it, it I mean, is the most <laughs> Silicon Valley tech bro food possible you could yeah. ever imagine. Like even, like, even bearing in mind that there were Soylents in that story other than green that aren't people, you're still naming your product after a dystopia, uh, where right. the whole point is people are being oh, fed slop. The, the, the real stuff came first. Wait, it did? Yeah, because it's soy and lentils. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. I, but because there's like a Soylent, like, uh, like a protein shake, basically type yeah. thing is yeah, what the, I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, that came first, and then the book was written. Oh, it, so they just remarketed it for the internet age, but yeah, I okay. didn't change its name, despite the fact that most people. It was probably like, oh, these vegans with their soy and lentils. Oh, I'm gonna show them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and the I'm thing is that sh- that shake is is gray. Looks extremely extremely unappetizing. Apparently, it doesn't taste good at all. Apparently, gives you horrible diarrhea. So and like cool. they're marketing it as the only food you ever need to eat. Apparently, so good luck. Well, with also, that. the people marketing it are like like they're not bothering to refrigerate it or anything. Uh-huh. People are getting it in the mail and it has mold and shit. God. <sighs> Like, it, like, yeah, because because as it turns out, fucking hardcore libertarians don't care about FDA regulations, right. and we'll just sell weird you that. poison. Go ahead, sorry, Cassie. Huh? Weird that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, weird. <laughs> so, uh, but but I think you were right. They would get it all over anyway. So I don't know, like cheese fondue. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I think. with their luck, the fondue machine would shake itself to pieces. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there you go. I appreciated that question. Um, if you got- Although, here's the thing. If, if, if you really want to have just, if you want to have just a nice evening with Bulk and Skull and not have anything go crazy, uh, burritos on a swing set. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was such a sweet moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So there you go. Um, if you have a question, send it in to us at those uh, places. A lot, of, a lot of reminiscing today. A lot of trips down memory lane. We've been doing this for a while. <laughs> yeah, we sure have. <laughs> it's a, it's a weird time in this year. Like this is, I've I was sort of like pondering this this morning. It, it's the week where you know after the election and we have the result and like the world isn't perfect, but we got to feel joy for one moment in our lives. Right, and right. like new consoles are coming out this week and they just announced this morning that there's a vaccine out there, even though it's going to take a while before it's distributed. It's apparently good news. Well, there's the, yeah, the, well, the, the, not, not to, not to deflate that at all, but like that, that was just the press release. Like it's right. not really confirmed. Right. So I mean, good. yeah, it's, but like, I mean, it's promising. It it's, it felt like, good, so I guess I guess it's like it's the it's the the perfect day to be like ah remember good old times when everything <laughs> I, was fine and yeah I this didn't click until Simone said that just now we started this podcast in like the middle of 2015 yep so we got going just as like the run up to the 2016 election yeah. got yep. going it yeah. was like, a whole different so world the, back the, then I mean yep, it wasn't yeah. yeah. Well, well, it felt it felt very different, but yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. Um, but yeah, so God. anyway, uh, on that, I guess sort of uplifting. Hey, remember when we made a whole bunch of Trump jokes during the 
during the run-up to the election, and uh, I someone, actually stopped and said, boy, guys, did, this episode's going to be hard to go back to if he wins. Did that really happen? Tell me that didn't really happen. No, I di- I've gone back and listened to some stuff, and I heard my own voice saying, oh. you know, fellas, all these jokes we're telling, they're going to hit different oh. if he wins the election. <laughs> that is the most prescient I have ever been. At that time, someone's uh, listener sent me, I'm sorry I don't have your name, uh, a very good impression of them doing Zed's voice and doing the Trump uh, grab him by the pussy thing. And Ooh. I was like, this is very funny. I am concerned he will win, and I'm not going to use this for anything because Jesus. that would be very weird to go back to. And I'm really glad that I didn't do that. So, yeah, yeah. it was a weird time. Probably good uh, call there. Anyway... What are we? What do I do now? Oh, right, uh, Cassidy. Well, is hopefully, anything? at some point, you type a sign-off order into the chat. I'm for gonna us. do that, but first, <laughs> Cassidy, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, you just like uh, go ahead and uh, listen to Strangers Fiction on the Audio Entropy Network. Uh, go follow me at What Is Cosplay on Twitter. That's about it. Cool. Yeah, you should check out uh, uh, Strangers Fiction. It's a fun show. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Mike, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at MikeLovesRabbit, and you can hear me on Eidolon Playtest here on, uh, here on Audio Entropy and also on the Patreon, and, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a real good podcast, and I'm real proud of it, and it's a fun time. I could go into greater detail, but I'm kind of exhausted. <laughs> yeah, me too. We had, this was a fun episode, but it was long. Uh, Simon, yeah. go ahead. Uh, my Twitter is the real Simben. You can follow me for random thoughts mostly. Uh, playing Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. Almost done with that now. I haven't nice. said much about it, but it's a game I like. I like it more than I thought I would. So nice surprise. Yeah, and I am at Chinchi McChilla on Twitter. You can follow me for random crap too. Uh, and that's gonna do it for us for teenagers with attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Mike. Sorry, I hadn't actually seen the list. Okay. <laughs> I've been Simo. I've been Cass. And may the power protect you always. Crikey. Blah! Crikey, that's, that's a big mouth of gauze you got there.